Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-active Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good yogurt culture. Very active. Well, I only say that because, like, I'm in Seattle right now. You're literally (laughs) six minutes away from me, and you're so busy, you can't even come over to do this podcast in person. Or you're so busy, you can't come up to do it. What are you talking about? I am I am literally seven minutes from you. I did I did ninety nine point seven percent of the work, and you couldn't do the two percent or the the zero 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 point one percent to get over here. Yeah, that's true. it is early while we're recording this though. In my this defense. is true, uh, and I, you just got back from Canada. I believe we're recording this uh, the day after. I believe you came back from yeah. Canada to get your daughter a beer. Yeah, we went to a speakeasy. It was kind of nice. cool. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, she had like a weird popcorn cocktail. It was so it's like a dumpling shop, and then you order the number seven, and they open like a cooler, and you walk through. Oh, interesting. Which weird because there's like a dumpling shop. It's like on the street, and the amount of people just sitting there ordering dumplings, but like not going back to the speakeasy blew my mind. Yeah, I'm like you know you can get like better dumplings back there. And I've never been. Oh, is it better dumplings? <laughs> they have they have like five things on the menu, but you order like a number six. <laughs> the Yelp review is divided into two things. Upfront dumplings, pretty bad. Backdoor dumplings, even better. Yeah. Well, they're, they're two technically two different businesses. Gotcha. Uh, so Ella had like a weird popcorn martini. Um, and then uh, we went to the night market, but we didn't have cash. So we got turned away. We waited in line like 30 minutes to get in. And Wait, like, what's the night market? It's a giant like night market. Wait, so they they look at your wallet when you come in. They're like, you have no cash. So it's, I... like, it's like $5 to get in. We had no gotcha. Canadian cash. Gotcha. So you drove four hour, four and a half, actually, because I was With in traffic, that traffic. It was like five. To just get your daughter a popcorn martini uh-huh. at a bar. Yeah. I mean, I've heard crazier things. I once knew this family that drew drove eight hours around trips to, to go in, to an In-N-Out. Uh, <laughs> and, and we also drove to Canada to go to a Nando's one time. <laughs> What's a Nando's? It's a chicken joint. It's a it's a South African chicken joint. Yeah. Was it good? Was yeah. it worth the trip? Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, uh, it's good to see you. And uh, now, sorry, you know, sorry I didn't do the whole 100% all the way to your house. <laughs> I just... Now, but My bad. we were like in the same area all day yesterday sitting in traffic. So it's like, we were yeah, it spot. was, uh, you know, it was funny because I, I got to Seattle like very quickly. I drove from Eugene because I had a show in Mount Vernon yesterday and from Seattle to Mount Vernon, which is an hour, took me three, three and a half hours. Yeah. And I was like, I do not miss this at all. Because yesterday was an unseasonable, the first really nice day we've had. Yeah, and I, I'm under the impression someone told me that it's the tulips are out, and so and that's why. Everyone had the bright idea, hey, it's a gorgeous day. I'm going to go see the tulips. Yeah, yeah. And, and me, I was like, I curse this. I'm so glad I moved. <laughs> You're like, I hate you because that's what? That's Mount Vernon has the tulip festival where you were yeah, going, right? Yeah, so you got yeah. all the traffic. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Louie, let's get some news stories. Let's do it. All right. All right. 
get to some weird stuff. This story comes from abcnews.go.com. That's a news source more reliable than seeing the Northern Lights in Ecuador. Uh, is there such thing as this? There's the Southern Lights, dude. Yeah, but isn't Ecuador on the equator? Wait, hold on. There is another person in the room with us who's seen the Northern Lights. Can you see the Southern Lights? Is this, There's the Southern Lights, right? The South Pole has lights. The Northern Lights are, they're just a magnetic field, so it's all around. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just a matter of where you can see them best. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so it would be more reliable. I'm factually correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was I thinking I it. Hear Erica's answer, but it was literally they're more reliable in the north. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Maybe. In, but what I'm saying is, uh, you're right. Ecuador is on the equator, but it feels like it's closer to Antarctica than Washington is to the North Pole. But clearly not. I guess. <laughs> All right, so it goes, odd spiral appears amid northern lights in Alaska night sky. And this looks like it's Photoshopped. It l- looks that crazy. It looks like, you know, something that you go and see at, like, Burning Man or something, right? Like, they're projecting some Batman signal into the sky or yeah, something. Yeah, it looks like when you used to go to D.C. during Trump's administration on his... Uh, uh, hotel they project like would project yeah Trump when they would in a spiral oh gotcha and then they and then his hotel would do the confederate flag up into the sky yeah that and way. that would summon all the uh, <laughs> patriots <laughs> anchorage alaska northern light enthusiasts got a surprise mixed in with the green bands of light dancing in the alaska skies a light baby blue spiral resembling a galaxy appeared amid the um, aurora for a few minutes you know how many people are like this is amazing weed Alaska weeds, right? The cause early, the cause early Saturday morning was a little more mundane than an alien invasion or the appearance of a portal to the far reaches of the universe. It was simply excess fuel that had been released from a SpaceX rocket that launched from California about three hours before the spiral appeared. So the mysterious spiral was space litter. Yeah, that's another reason to hate Elon Musk. Right? He's he's ruining, <laughs> he's ruining he's not, the Northern Lights. <laughs> he ruined Twitter and the Northern Lights. Can you imagine, like, the one night you go up there and then you find out that it was ruined by a gasoline dump by yeah. a rocket? It's like, <laughs> why is the dumping fueled? Like, don't they know how much it takes? Sometimes rockets have fuel that needs to be jettisoned, said space physicist Don Hampton, a research associate professor at the University of Alaska Fairbanks Geophysical Institute. That's, uh, that feels like a made-up place. That's like the University of Phoenix of smart people. <laughs> when they do that at high altitudes, that fuel turns into ice, he said. And if it happens to be in the sunlight when you're in the darkness on the ground, you can see it, it as a sort of big cloud and sometimes it's swirly. I like his scientific definition is swirly. Wait, so I'm confused. He said it hardens. It turns into ice. So why would it be because it's moving around when it's released I'm, and so it's frozen as a swirly? I think it's caught into a into like the wind. Like you saw American Beauty, right? Where that kid's staring at the trash bag spinning around. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. All right. While not a common sight, Hampton said he's seen such occurrences about three times. <laughs> three is like... <laughs> Twice as a middle school for being a geophysical scientist. Because you go to middle school for that? <laughs> the appearance of the swirl was caught What in... are you going to middle school for? 
Geophysical yeah. astronomical yeah. science. I got accepted into this middle school on my um, the the thesis I wrote on geophysical uh, properties. The appearance of the swirl was caught in time lapse on the Geophysical Institute's all sky camera and shared widely. It created a bit of an internet storm with that spiral. Hampton said, "I like how it's." All the sky, except it's just the Northern Hemisphere. Photographers out for the Northern Lights show also posted their photos on social media. The rocket took off from Vandenberg Space Force Base in California Friday night with about 25 satellites as its payload. I've been by Vandenberg Space Force Base. That's like the first Space Force Base, I think. Is it the... How many Space Force bases are there? I think there's like three. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was a polar well, law. I didn't know I was near it. And then I was at the coffee shop and I saw someone wearing a Space Force uniform. Yeah, this like, is a joke, right? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> this isn't real. It was a polar launch, which made it visible over a large swath of Alaska. The timing of the fuel dump was timed correctly for visibility over Alaska. And we got that really cool looking spiral thing. He said, I like how they're timing it for people in Alaska. You know what? Okay. We could dump this over Vancouver. We could dump Alaska. Yeah. Right. Um, in January, another spiral was seen, this time over Hawaii's Big Island, a camera at the summit of Manukea, I don't know how to pronounce that, Mauna Kea, outside the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan's Subaru Telescope, captured a spiral swirling through the night sky. Why don't they come up with like easier names for these things when they're naming stuff? Like, Why are they the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan's Subaru Telescope? Yeah, why don't they just call it the, the Subaru Telescope? Yeah, exactly. Why don't they just call it that that telescope? Well, because like Climate Pledge Arena is really like King County. Yeah, right. Arena. Uh, so, what do you think about this, Louis? I think it's. I mean, it's kind of fun—a weird surprise when you're out there looking at stuff. But uh, I also don't know how I feel about um, dumping fuel. I will tell you that if I saw this, I'd lose my shit. I bet you would. Have I? I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but when the time that uh, Erica and I saw Aliens, the movie? No, like we <laughs> saw a UFO in the sky. Have I told you about this? No. Okay, so the, we we were sitting in the hot tub and across the. Oh, sky, you did tell me about this. Okay, yeah. yeah. So essentially, if I saw this, I would lose it, and Erica would be like, "Eh, whatever. It's probably some Elon Musk shit," and, which is what it was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, and I'll be naked running around filming it, being like, no one's going to believe me. And she's like, yeah, if we die, we die. I'm like, you're the worst person to go through the apocalypse with. <laughs> That's the person I want is like, eh, we die, we die. Let's go get those berries. No, I'd be, no, I'd be like, hey, those people are approaching to take all our supplies. They're like, They're, she, they look friendly. <laughs> Unique friends in the apocalypse. <laughs> all right. I like it. Yep. News Part 2. The story comes from abc7news.com. That's a news source more reliable than using a Chevette as an ATM machine. I don't know what a Chevette is. <laughs> it's, it's like the ghetto car from the 90s. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Uh, it's like a knockoff Corvette. It's a Chevette. I think it's not even in the knockoff Corvette realm. Gotcha. All right. So this story was sent to us by my buddy Aaron Clevenger, and it happens in the town that I live in. Mm -hmm. And the reason he was sending it to us, not because he listens to our podcast, but because he wanted me to go out and find... <laughs> 
some of the things that are listed in this story, Louie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it goes, man throws $200,000 cash out window onto Oregon freeway after draining family shared bank account. That's where it's at. I mean, first of all, a, the family shouldn't have a shared bank account. That's, that's their first problem. Do you and your wife have a shared bank account? No, we have like the house account. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, we separate bank accounts where it's at. Yeah. We have a joint account that a lot of our, most of our expenses are taken out of, but then Erica keeps all the money for herself (laughs) and divvies it out to me. There was occasionally a, you get, you get the, uh, the stipend every now and then the living wage, she, you know, she'll give me some change and be like, go, go buy yourself a uh, stick of gum. Well, there was a point during the pandemic, Carrie Lynn and I were, were on a walk and she goes, she goes, you know, I did the math and, uh, we're good on just my salary. And I was like, where's all this money going? Yeah, right. <laughs> why, why this I is current? news to me. Why, why am I I've been busting my ass for the last 20 years. <laughs> Doing stupid magic shows. <laughs> All right. So this does come from the town that I live in, Eugene, Oregon, although we are not there right now. There was quite a scene on a freeway in Oregon Wednesday night after a man reportedly threw roughly $200,000 cash out of a speeding car. You know, the, the normal scene on the freeway in Eugene is a guy pooping out the window. Yeah, right. The homeless encampment. Uh, but I love how they say freeway because it is the it is the largest interstate outside of I-90, I think, in the country, isn't I, it? I think all the east-west are probably longer. But I think there's only one that goes e- from the west coast to the east coast. I-10, I-40. Okay. All right. Well, I-5. Is uh, this just not any freeway? I feel a little slighted in this article. I think you can actually, I five, if you follow it, you can go from like Brazil to Canada. Let's see here. Longest interstates in the U.S. Oh, boom. Longest interstate in the U.S. is I five. Is it really? Yep. Mexico to Canada. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Like, yeah, if you're taking it like, but within the boundaries, I ninety, I ninety, I five, I five. It goes from it goes from the tip of Mexico to Canada. That's thirteen hundred miles. I ninety five is nineteen hundred miles. It goes Miami to Maine. I ten is two thousand four hundred miles. It goes from Florida to California. Route one, Miami to Key West, two thousand three hundred, and I ninety. Is 3,000 miles. My, where's Key West? Key West? Yeah. It's the southernmost part of the United States okay. in Florida. So Miami to Florida is Miami to, to, to Maine. West. To, oh, to Maine. To Maine. Sorry. No, Fort Kent to... Uh, oh, sorry. It's, you're right. I did say... It says best stops are Miami and Key West. Okay. Like, 3,000 miles. 3,000 miles. It just bounces back and forth from coast to coast. <laughs> just zigzags all of the panhandle of like, Florida. Do you want to take the scenic route? No, we'll take I-80. I- <laughs> all right. So... Uh, all the money that this guy threw out the window belonged to his family. People are still combing the sides of I-5 freeway in Eugene, Oregon, Thursday, hoping to find more of the money, even though Oregon State Police has said it's all gone. That's the classic police move, though. Like, nothing to see here when, like, the buildings, ex- the firework factories on fire. Yeah, right? They're like, yeah, uh, no, nothing. There's no money left. We got it all. Yeah. And there was only one. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like, 
who's the guy that sang the Because I Got High song? Afro Man. Afro Man. Do you, so, like, he had his house raided and they seized a bunch of cash. Uh-huh. And then he ended up getting it back and there was, like, $3,000 missing. And the cops were like, <laughs> oh, we miscounted. <laughs> Here's your weed back, too. He's like, it was cocaine. They were unsuccessful at locating any, so the people that originally stopped on scene did a pretty good job of cleaning it up. I like how the police know it's all gone. They didn't find, I guess, they that they they tried. Yeah, I mean, they said the cop the, who's got a new gold grill in his. The question is, if you find five hundred dollars on the side of the road, how much more investigating do you do? Um. I would go for bucks. a while. Yeah. I would go for a while just because it's like if I'm seeing a bunch of $100 bills, I'm going to comb this over. I think probably maybe I, I get 80 K. I might just go just yeah. because it's like that's I, enough in case someone shows up and is like, <laughs> uh, actually, we need that back. Yeah. No, 500 bucks. You hang around. But maybe you like put the 500 bucks in your car and walk back. Yeah. Right. Police said 38 year old Colin Davis McCarthy drained his family shared bank account and let it fly along the freeway. Police said there was unfortunately little that they could do for the family because the account was shared. So that's, he was entitled to take it, right? Yeah. Yep, oh, that's, man. That's why, so you, that's why you and your wife don't have one. <laughs> she knows me and my, my, my propensity to throwing cash out the window. Beca- because it's shared, they both have equal interest in the money, Lieutenant Andrews said. With dozens of people walking on the side of the freeway looking for the cash, police said McCarthy could have been charged with a crime. Because I don't think you're allowed to be a pedestrian on the freeway. But he wasn't a pedestrian on no, the freeway. No, he was driving, but the, he's saying the people could be. The, oh, the people could be charged? Yes. No, they're saying that McCarthy could be charged with oh, the crime. Yeah. Okay. He's the guy. He's littering. I guess. The most likely thing that he could have been charged with in a situation like that where there is danger being created because of his actions is disorderly conduct, potentially reckless endangering, but most likely disorderly conduct, Lieutenant Andrews said. I know the troopers considered charging him with that or arresting with that, but in conversation with him, they elected not to. I think though, because he gave him, uh, gave him a little extra little, money. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, uh, here's uh, the 10k that's extra. Make this go away." <laughs> yeah. I think though, like with this, um, the cash, uh, it should be littering. Like that's a slam dunk. I don't know why the guy didn't catch littering. Yeah, and I, I don't know, man. I mean, if someone, okay, how about this? If you find fifteen thousand dollars on the side of the road, okay, that a guy just threw out the window, and then he gets arrested for throwing out that money. <laughs> Do you give him some of the money to uh, help with his court case? Or All right, so uh, hang on. The guy throws the money out. I find it. He gets arrested for littering or whatever. Yeah. No. Okay. You don't care. He sent it free into the world. <laughs> okay. The, he made it rain while driving. He had a drive-by making it rain. Yeah. And then I'm out there dancing. and it's. Like I wonder if he like action. threw it or if he just held his hand out and let the wind take it. Or if it. he did that thing where you slap your palm on the yeah, other Yeah, that's palm. making it rain. Yeah. yeah. The family said even though the odds are long, they're asking anyone who found any of the cash to please return it to the Oregon State Police. No, don't. Yeah. Because the money is very much needed by the family. Please. Wait, hang on. They've scrolled away $200,000. That could be withdrawn, so it's not in like... It's just sitting there. Yeah, it's not in like a 401k or a treasury bond or something like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, what is the money doing? 
is better off in the people, the hands of these people on the interstate. Based on what you're making in a savings account right now, it's totally yeah. <laughs> making more money with these people. Um, th- I guess the guy just said he wanted to share the money with others. And, you know, Eric and I talked about this because we read this story and uh, it was like, if you want to share it with others, maybe don't just throw it on the side of the road like it's garbage or a possum <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> right? Go and give it to the people who need it. Go to some of these encampments that Have are you around. Seen gas prices? Yeah. People need it. Yeah. You know, put it in somewhere where, like, do a treasure treasure yeah. hunt for it or, you know, hide it under a gas pump or a rock or something where, like, you know, like a towel at a YMCA. Or yeah. Something. Go to the you know? beach and lift it up and put it down with the crown. Exactly. The right. Yeah. Put it in a bottle. Throw that in the ocean. Litter in the ocean, not on the side of the road. Yeah. That's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just, I, it just seems like a little wasteful. Like he's like, you know, Jesse and Breaking Bad, just hucking. Oh yeah. You know, like, I don't know. So, what do you think? I, I think it's fun that he did this with the money. I mean, sucks for the family, but he did have an interest in it. So. And I'm a little bit mad that my buddy uh, didn't send this to me earlier because I would have, I would have definitely gone out and <laughs> had a look. You, you and little Elvis would have been on the side of the road. <laughs> Damn straight, we would have. You're like, I made five hundred dollars. <laughs> Elvis has black lung, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't given us a five star review, Please do that wherever you got this podcast at. And if you want, you can support us by going on the Patreon and uh, donating a few shekels a month. Yeah, for as little as a few dollars a month, you can get postcards from the road. You can be Matt's carpool buddy to help him shave down some traffic time. Boom. And also, I was already cool in stuff. carpool lane, so, uh, you know, hey. <laughs> but you're welcome to ride with me if you where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week on uh, the second, you can see me being interviewed by Conundrum Magazine. Uh, actually, I'll have to like give you a Zoom link though, so you can watch it. And then on the fifth, you can catch me and my lovely wife at a Mariners game. On the sixth, you can catch me and my lovely podcast co-host and his family at a Eugene Emeralds, aka the Exploding Whales baseball game. You know it. And then on May 8th, I will be at Monday Night Magic at Ravenna Third Place Books. So you can check any of those out. And where can they catch you? I am just hanging out, man. Just uh, maxing and relaxing. Uh, You're coming down. We're going to go to the Exploding Whales baseball game in Eugene. And uh, other than that, just uh, kicking it. Hanging nice. out. I got all, the whole week free, which is awesome. Nice. Yeah. So. Keep 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 the uh the week free because you gotta you gotta shuck some horses. Isn't that what you do, or what you do to horses? Shuck horses. <laughs> you muck stalls or whatever. Yes. Yes. You muck stalls. You know, shuck stalls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a new story that you've come across that you want us to talk about, you can send it to us at info at oddenoffbeat.com. Our website is oddenoffbeat.com. And uh, yeah, tell us how you're doing. We want to hear from yeah, you guys. Yeah, drop us a line. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know how your blood sugar is. Let me know what your platelets are. Tell me how the Absolutely. white blood cell count is. <laughs> Other than that, folks, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.